Okay, we are in Matthew, and today we're in Matthew chapter 6, um, verse 25 through 35, okay? And Jesus, does anyone remember where he is? He's still in the same place. Good, he's on a mountain. Remember when Luke was over there and he was on a mountain? So Jesus is on a mountain, and he's preaching to disciples, not just his 12 disciples, but probably a lot of more disciples, people that are following him. And last week, we talked about loving your enemy or loving people that you have no desire to love. And it was really challenging for me, at least, to think about. I hope that it was challenging for all of you, too, just to think about and reflect on your own lives and how you can love people who you don't have a desire to love. Um, but this week, we're going to talk about how a relationship with Jesus empowers us. Oh, no. Uh, sorry, that was last week. We talked about how Jesus, a relationship with Jesus empowers us to live out this enemy love. This week, we're going to talk about Jesus' uh, dreams for us. He desires for us to have a life without anxiety, okay? A new life, a greater life, okay? Yes, Luke? It's okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read. Yeah, did you want to read? I know, I'm waiting to get to a passage when we have some acting again. And you want someone else to read? Maybe we'll see. Okay, we'll see. Um, a quick disclaimer, though, okay? This, this verse is, or this passage, the title is Do Not Be Anxious, Okay. And what Jesus, I think something to clarify up front is Jesus isn't, there's, there's different kinds of anxiety, right? There's anxiety and, and stress that can be caused by things going on in our lives or, or, or things like that. But also there, like, we know that anxiety can be something that is like actually diagnosed and something that isn't just fixed with just trying to get a new perspective, right? There, there's actually, there's something deeper that Jesus, I don't think Jesus is necessarily speaking directly to that. Okay. He's speaking to this kind of anxiety that maybe is caused by, uh, Things in our lives, like uh, I forget the word for it, but things that are caused by things in our life, not just like a clinical kind of diagnosis of anxiety. Okay, that's just something to remember as we read this. Okay, uh, does anyone want to read this passage? All right, I'll read. Here it is. I got it. It's uh, chapter 6, verse 25, 25 through 34. All right, here we go. Therefore, I tell you, this is Jesus speaking. Jesus is saying this to his disciples. Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet their heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than the birds? And which of you being anxious can add a single hour to his span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, they neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon, in all his glory, was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows what you need them, knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Okay, let's pray. God, we thank you. Um, We thank you just for this time together. Uh, we pray for this podium that was broken, that it would be easily fixed, and that uh, no one would get in trouble. Um, and uh, we, we really just thank you for your love for us, and we thank you that you desire a life for us that is free from 
um, stress, uh, a greater life, a greater perspective um, and relationship with you, knowing you um, can, can offer that pathway forward. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. When I was younger, okay, let me think. When I was in, oh, okay, when I was in elementary school, I had to like line up our teacher, like we'd outside before school. And then our teachers would be like, all right, everyone line up because it was time for school to start. Like, and I remember lining up and especially like as the summer started, there'd be bees buzzing all around and I would be like freaking out. My, I'd be all dizzy. I'd be all dizzy. And, um, and I'd be scared of these bees. It was like really stressful. It, I, I dreaded going to school in the summer or like as, as school started because I did not want to line up and be swarmed by bees. All right. It, I was so stressed out. And then as I got older, okay, in middle school, I had really cool hairdos, all right? I don't know if anyone remembers, probably not. Michelle, maybe you remember, I don't know. But I had, like, I would always, like, gel my hair every morning. Sometimes I had, like, different color hair gel, like red or blue. It was, like, really cool. But some mornings I would wake up, and I'd, Shauna, don't make that face. It was cool, okay? <laughs> some some mornings I would wake up, though, and my hair would be, like, sticking out a different way, or, like, I wouldn't like exactly how I gelled it, and I would be, like, I wouldn't want to go to school, because I'd be stressed about what other people think about that one little piece of hair that's sticking out that no one actually notices, but I was so stressed about it. I was like, I don't even want to go to school today. It was my hair, bad hair day. Anyone else? All right. And and then as I got older and I was playing soccer in high school, okay, so I was young and then a little older and then I got older. And as I was playing soccer in high school, it was like hard for me to sometimes just go to practice. And I was always like worried about doing the wrong thing or making the wrong pass. I couldn't just be there and have fun and do my best because I was so stressed out about what my coach thought of me. Or I was anxious about what about losing or making a mistake. It was just like such a stressful time. Okay, but now as I get older, or as I'm older than all those times that I was before, right? That's how life works. Um, I I kind of realized that I was silly for being stressed out about those things, like because life is greater than those things, right? Like. Like, yeah, maybe a bee will sting me, but it's not, the, I'm not allergic to bees. It's not the end of the world for me. A bee stings me and then it hurts for a little bit. And then I was like, I'm, it's not something I worry about or stress out about anymore, really. Do you think I get scared of bees? Is that you making that face? <laughs> Cass is like, he's always running from bees. And like my hair, now sometimes I don't really care. You know, I'll just go wake up in the morning and especially on a Saturday, just go outside. My hair might be sticking up. Maybe, who knows? And I'm like, it's, it's not, like, why was I so stressed about that? I didn't even want to go to school. I was so worried. And now I'm like, I wished I knew in high school that I could just enjoy playing soccer. I didn't have to be anxious about what other people thought of me or about making these mistakes. I was like, I just wish I knew that, you know? Because I realized I have this, like, new perspective, okay, that life is greater than these things, right? And life is more about the things that often cause us stress or anxiety, I think is what, is what I realized. And there's probably things that I'm stressed, that I get stressed about now that in years I'm going to be like, why was I so stressed about that? You know? And I think, I think that Jesus actually shows us something similar in this passage. Okay? I think, uh, Jesus shows us that life is greater than the things that we often get stressed about or that we're often anxious about. And the way that Jesus often offers to relieve our anxiety is by giving us a new perspective. Okay? Showing us a greater life. And he begins to show us this in verse 25, okay? In verse 25, Jesus says this, Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. And he says this, Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? He says, he's pointing to something greater. Is not life more than food? Is not, is not 
isn't isn't there something greater out there than just being what we eat and what we put into our bodies? And and I think he's he's speaking to more than just food, but like these physical things that we hold on to. Isn't isn't life greater than that? You know, Jesus is, is pointing us to a life that doesn't revolve around what we can see and what we can hear and what we can feel and touch. You know, like being protected from pain. Jesus doesn't say that's not what, what life's all about, being protected from fame, being protected from pain, avoiding bee stings, right? Or like having super cool silky hair and everyone thinking that is really cool about me. Or Jesus doesn't say that life is all about having the attention of all those around me and being the best soccer player. But Jesus is saying that's not what life is all about. There's actually something greater. And in verse 31 and 32, he says this again, Therefore, do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. Don't be anxious, saying, being worried about all these things. Jesus tells us in verse 33, actually, what life is about. He says this, For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God. And his righteousness in all these things will be added to you. Seek first the kingdom of God. And as I was thinking about this, I was like, if we could, if we could really believe this, to seek first the kingdom of God, if we really believe that that was what life is really ultimately about, then our anxiety, a lot of our anxiety and stress could be relieved because God's kingdom is good. God's kingdom, the kingdom of God, is a really good kingdom. Okay? Jesus says this, and this is, this is how G- Jesus shows us that God's kingdom is good. He says, look at the birds. Remember, he said, look at the birds. They just fly around. They fly around. They don't have a home. They migrate here. They migrate there. They don't have, like, a place that they stay. And God takes care of them. God takes care of the birds. So here's some good news, right? You are more precious. Each and every one of you is more precious to God than the birds are. And if God takes care of the birds, how much more will he take care of you? That is what God's kingdom is about. And then Jesus goes on and he says, look at the flowers or look at the lilies, look at the grass, okay? Look at all of that. How, how God takes care of the grass, of this grass that just dies, it grows, it dies, it grows. God takes care of it. How much more will God take care of you? That's what Jesus says. Just a simple, insignificant-looking thing like grass and flowers. That can be beautiful, but that just wither away. God takes care of it. How much more precious are you to God than the grass and the flowers and the lilies? That is what God's kingdom is about. God's kingdom is a good kingdom because it is full of extreme love and care. It's full of extreme love and care for you. Okay? And th- this is the kingdom that Jesus is telling us that life is all about, this good kingdom. And if we really believe that, right, if we really believe that we were loved, if you really believe that you are loved and that you are cared for beyond all measure, it would really relieve some stress and anxiety in your life. Don't you think so? Right? Like if you really believe that you were loved no matter what, unconditionally, that you were cared for no matter what, no matter what you've done or what's been done to you, wouldn't that relieve so much anxiety and stress and worry in your life? I know it would for me. Right? I mean, I was thinking about this. Like we could face anything. When, when you, when you, like I know when there, when there's days where I just am so sure that Cass loves me, I'm like, I can take on the whole world. Nothing can touch me, you know? And I think that's true. Like, when we, when we really know that we, that God's kingdom is what matters and that in God's kingdom we matter fully and that we are loved fully, like we can face anything, right? Like you get a bad grade on your test and instead of having to compare your grade to those around you or others maybe making, making fun of you or, 
or whatever, or being worried that your parents are going to be mad at you, which all could be realities, those things don't hurt as much when you know that someone has your back, when you know that God has your back, right? Or maybe you didn't make a team or, or some club or some competition, and, and, and you're, you feel really let down. But knowing that ultimately what matters more is God's kingdom, and in God's kingdom you are loved and that you are part of his team and will never be let go. Right? Or maybe you have a friendship or a relationship that's falling apart or rough or rocky. And I think uh, knowing that God's, God loves you and that you, his kingdom matters above all else, I think can really be a sense of source of confidence and comfort and relief in that. You know, because your, your value and your worth is not wrapped up in those things in those failures or in those letdowns. Your value and worth is not wrapped up in those things in in God's kingdom. Because in God's kingdom, Jesus loves you and values you simply just because. So probably a lot of you guys, I don't see you guys at church on Sundays, but sometimes after like lead worship or sometimes after preach, okay, like here, well, not not like here, but on Sundays, here Sundays here. Um, And I get really stressed out, okay? I get, like, super stressed out. It's, like, the worst thing ever. I don't like doing it, all right? It's so, I, I, seriously, I'm so, you can ask Cass, I get so stressed and anxious about preaching or even just leading worship. Preaching's worse. Because I I don't love public speaking, okay? I don't, I don't feel, like, confident or, like, I know all the right things to say all the time. I'm worried I might say something that someone might, like, disagree with or not like. So I'm, like, I get, I get stressed out. And there's, like, other layers to it, too, okay? I'm worried that I'll do a bad job or say something controversial and, and there's some other factors that go into it, okay? But the simple thing is I get so stressed out, okay? So anxious when I have to do those things. And as I'm preparing for those Sundays when I have to lead worship or when I have to preach, sometimes I have moments of clarity where I can sit down and I can be like, you know what? Like, sure, I have to go up there and, like, talk or, like, sing or whatever. But really, ultimately, like, it's just, it's one Sunday. And, like, there's something, my life is greater than this one Sunday where I have to, like, do this thing. And I, and then I like feel confident. I'm like, okay, I can just go do this thing, you know, but then, cause I, cause I remember I gained this new perspective that my life is greater than just this one moment in my life. Okay. I gained this new perspective, but then I just go back to stressing. All right. Cause I'm not, it's hard to stay like that. And I think the reality is, okay. The reality is, is that we live in a world where we are often told that our worth and our value is tied to how, uh, well, how, how good we can do, like what we can do or who we are or what we look like, right? How well-known we are, what our reputation is like. And I think that's why we, I get stressed out about like preaching on or leading worship because I'm worried about what others are going to think of me. You know, am I going to do a good job? And I think we live in a world where that's a reality. Like a lot of our worth and our value is based on what we can offer, right? And that can cause stress. That can, that can cause anxiety. That is so stressful. But I think Jesus offers us something greater. Okay, he offers us a greater perspective, a greater life, a greater reality to live in. Okay, we can begin to live in the reality of the kingdom of God that is here right now. The kingdom of God is here right now and we can live in it. And in the kingdom of God, our worth is not tied to what we can do, to what you can do, who you are, what you look like, what your reputation is like, what you haven't done, what you have done. But your reputation, your worth, your value is simply tied to Jesus and who he is and his love for you. And that can be the most freeing thing in the world, right? To really believe 
that our value ultimately isn't in who we are or what we've done or what you can do or what you can offer, but your value is simply tied to Jesus and his love for you. That is so freeing. Let's pray. God, we, we come here after weeks of probably stress and anxiety and, and just worry. Um, and where we've compared ourselves to others or tried super hard to just fit into a group where we're not wanted, where we're said, where they say that we are not valuable or worthy to be there. Um, we thank you that we can come here and hear this truth that you love us, that the reality of your kingdom that we get to live in is that we are loved and valued and worthy, not because of who we are or what we can do or what we don't do or what we look like, but simply based on your love for us. We are worthy and valued simply because you love us, because you decide that, because that is who you are. So help us to live in this reality. Um, we love you, and we thank you so much, Lord, for your love for us. In Jesus' name, amen.